Welcome to Courage and Spice, the podcast for humans with self-doubt. I'm your host, Sass Petherick, and this is episode number 47, The Infinity Loop of Sameness and Difference. Well, hello, lovely people. I am sneaking back into your ear holes about a month earlier than I had planned because I just kind of have lots to tell you. (laughs) Uh, If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that we're currently renovating our beloved old lady house in Bristol. Um, Our home was built in the late 1800s and we are completely gutting it. We're actually renting another house um, a couple of streets away while this six month long renovation happens. And man, I am having all the feelings. And I think this whole experience has impacted me in really unexpected ways. It's feeling more and more like a metaphor, this renovation. So in the course of the last few months, I've got a new trainer because I want to renovate my body and my heart health and feel stronger. And I've started working with a new coach because I want to renovate my business and I have so many awesome plans for my practice over the next few years. I can't wait to tell you more. Um, So I'm kind of asking for help from other folks who know more than me and I'm expanding myself in that and it's full of discomfort. It's full of feeling like I don't know what I'm doing and I'm starting again. Um, But it's kind of amazing too. And one of the things that I'm also changing is the podcast. So this is the beginning of season five. So far there have been over 150,000 downloads, less than 50 episodes. My mind is kind of blown by those numbers, but I kind of love the numbers. And this podcast, like everything in my business, just began as a total experiment. And I didn't really know when I started what it was going to take to write or produce, edit, create a podcast. And now I know more. I've had nearly 50 episodes to kind of try this out. And so it's in a place of being renovated too. So I'm going to uh, change up how I've been delivering the podcast. There'll be much more... Uh, episodes with just me, me talking to you like this, where I'll be sharing my knowledge and experience of self-doubt with you. So way more solo episodes where I'll be talking about concepts and practical tools and research and my own learning around self-doubt. And I'm just really jazzed by that. I'm really excited about what's coming up this season. But as you can imagine, these episodes take a little time to write and to develop and I'm committed to not charging for anything on this podcast and no ads ever. So I'm also preparing to change up my business model. Like I said, I'm working with my own coach, a business strategist to look at how to do that. And um, it's edgy, right? I've, I've never really worked with a business coach in quite this way before. I've done a few courses and programs, but never had someone come and look under the hood and say, okay, let's see what we can make of this. So I'm right on my edge with it, but I'm also super excited about what is happening around the possibility of my business. And 
I'm going to let you know how that all shakes down. But mostly it's paradoxically about simplifying so I can grow. So um, I'll be letting you know how that is changing. You won't probably notice any major differences until the end of the year. Um, but I will be uh, sharing as I go. I'll, I'll let you know how that all how that all happens, okay? Um, now, one of the things I have been working on this summer is a new program, and that's because I've had a ton of demand for this, so I'm really hoping that you're still wanting it <laughs> as I prepare to take it out to market. But for a really long time, um, business owners have been asking me about self-doubt from a business perspective. When you're running your own show as a sort of solo business owner, a self-employed person, a freelancer, and how self-doubt shows up for you particularly. Um, so it's taken me a while to kind of claim that space because I'm not really a business coach. I don't identify as a business coach, but I feel like I've got a, a methodology, uh, an arc to this program that I've been developing that feels really solid and I'm kind of jazzed about uh, about sharing this. Uh, so the program is called A Sovereign State of Mind and it's about how to build and grow and lead your business with self-belief in charge. And I know I'm blowing my own trumpet here, but it feels really freaking good. It feels like what I would have needed when I was starting out or when I had a ton of self-doubt holding me back. Um, now, this is a crazy interactive program, so you won't be able to sit on the sidelines. Uh, it's not a passive process. You'll have to show up <laughs> to really learn this stuff. But I'm going to be sharing like some of my favorite self-coaching tools for how to overcome, to navigate through any self-doubt that's showing up in your business. So we're going to look at, over the course of September, the four kind of main areas that I see self-doubt showing up in your business beliefs, your business value, business problems, and business goals. And frankly, I'm going to coach your ass off. Like every week there is going to be a classroom lesson where I teach a self-coaching tool. You'll have homework to practice this and then we'll round off the week with a live coaching session. So it's kind of like two hours a week plus some homework. And I know you're going to say, well, I'm not quite ready to commit to that. But I can tell you, this is going to help you make dramatic shifts in how you think about your business, how you navigate your self-doubt, and most importantly, what this results in you being able to do in your business. So if you're a, self, um, a self-doubting business owner, uh, go check out sasspetherick.com backslash sovereign for all the details. And... Um, one of the concepts that's woven through Sovereign State of Mind and my work on self-doubt generally is this idea of the loop of sameness and difference. And that's what this episode is all about. So I wanted to share this with you uh, so you can kind of see where I'm coming at this from. So let's crack on. Now, I like to think about concepts. I like to make sense of concepts in images. So as you are listening, I'd really love you to uh, imagine a Mobius loop, the infinity loop symbol. Looks like a figure of eight lying on its side. And this image is how I make sense of this core aspect of my work um, of sameness and difference. So 
As some of you might know, a lot of my coaching philosophy, my approach to coaching is informed by developmental psychology, which is what the kids call adulting, right? It's how we as adults grow and develop. It's the theory that underpins adulting. And we know from quite a lot of studies over several decades of researching adults and looking at adult behavior and how adults learn and grow, um, one of the concepts that has come out of that that I really love is this idea that our development is partly about increasing our capacity to understand, reflect on, and respond to two key psychological states, sameness and difference. So I see this infinity loop as symbolic of these states of sameness and difference. So one loop is sameness. Now this is safety, stability, peace. This is where we feel settled, where we belong. It's where we kind of integrate our sense of self. Um, where we consolidate what we've learnt out there in the in the wide world. And the other loop is difference. And that offers us the stimulation of the energy of the new, right? The complexity, uh, the change, the expansion that we need to grow. So what tends to happen is that we rock along in sameness in friendships and relationships in homes and jobs and businesses and where we live. And our natural state is to stay the same, right? So our self-doubt loves sameness because this is how we feel safe and peaceful and relaxed. And it kind of sounds like, well, I like to be with people who think like me, who share my values. It feels good to be with people who reflect me back to me. Then I can relax and be myself. Then I know who I am. I know what's me and what's not me. The more I go into that sense of sameness, the more I experience belonging. Right, so sameness feels really good. Um, and then there will be times when some aspects of that sameness begin to feel a bit like stagnation. So this is when we start to see that actually we've mastered this job and we start eyeing up a promotion or a new company. Or we start to see that the people we're following on social media are all a bit the same, a bit meh. Right? We start to feel a, a hunger for the next stage in a relationship. We recognize that we're capable of more. And so there's a sort of undercurrent often of dissatisfaction. Or we meet new people, we have new experiences who require more or different qualities in us. And so we start to want something or someone different. And when this happens, we begin to move out of that loop of sameness and into difference. Now, sometimes this happens involuntarily, right? We get jettisoned into difference through trauma or illness. A company restructures and we no longer have our same job. Or someone else makes a decision that has direct consequences for us. We have an experience that means we can't go back to where we were or, importantly, to who we were. 
Now the thing about the difference side of the infinity loop is that it is deeply uncomfortable because we have no idea what will happen. It feels edgy, right? And when we edge into the difference side of the loop, we're often at the beginning. We don't know who we are as the team leader, as the newly qualified coach, as a new parent, as a runner, as a person who is comfortable with conflict, right? When you first start to experience difference, it feels really bloody uncomfortable because you haven't yet claimed this new aspect of your identity. So the more we experience safety, belonging, peace, the more we experience sameness. And then change happens because we seek it out or it's handed to us. And this feels deeply uncomfortable, but it's also how we grow because we have to expand to meet that difference, to meet that change. Now, this process, this kind of dance of sameness and difference is something that happens our whole lives, even if we're not aware of it. And sometimes this is a kind of generally accepted rite of passage. So you could think about when you first left home, when you started living independently from your family of origin. Now, it might have been that you went into a shared flat or you lived on your own or some sort of accommodation in a university hall, army barracks. Maybe you went traveling. But this rite of passage constituted a difference. Until then, you didn't know how to live on your own. Perhaps how to budget or cook vegetables or pay bills, navigate the politics of sharing space in a fridge with other people, or just living with folks who have wildly different tolerances for cleanliness. And it wasn't just the circumstances that were different. You needed to develop different qualities, different skills, capabilities. The different circumstances required different things from you. So you moved away from the sameness of your childhood home and kept evolving. You developed the capacity to hold more, to be more. So expanding into difference is a massive part of our developmental process as adults. And this just keeps on going, right? As, as we get older, as we expand our lives, we usually become part of communities workplaces or faith groups, political movements, educational settings, netball teams, right? We have a period of difference, a period of deep discomfort where we're not sure if we belong there. And then we begin to understand how that group functions. We find our place in it or we find ways to tolerate the differences. And we find that at some point, the difference is no longer super uncomfortable. And we find that we've moved back into sameness. But our sameness loop has integrated these new experiences, these new people, and it has expanded to fit all this new information, ways of being and doing. So sameness helps us to integrate who we are now, and difference nudges us to try new things. We return to sameness until that's no longer satisfying. And then we seek out difference again, perhaps in a different part of our lives. But we know now more about our capacity to evolve, how to adapt, how to find our place. 
So seeking out difference the second, third, fifth, 105th time is just easier. But the thing that tends to happen is that we stop moving through the loop of sameness and difference. We get stuck. Now, a few of us get stuck in the difference side of the loop where we can't settle. Being stuck in difference usually looks like being unable to put down roots, being in constant pursuit of the next thing. Now, this can be your kind of whole way of being in the world, or it might just show up in a particular area. So you might find you never stay in a job or a place or a relationship for too long, or you just can't commit to a handle on Instagram. Now, I see this in new coaches a lot, where we faff around for months trying to find the right flavor of coaching, the right way to describe what we do, but never able to decide on anything, never able to commit. Now, when we spend too long in difference, we can lose ourselves because there's no time or space for integration. We don't allow ourselves to try something on for a while and see who we are after the difference. Now, I found that it's more common for us to get stuck in sameness, right? That tends to be where most of us stop. And that's because we understandably feel much safer in sameness. That's where we know who we are, what's expected of us. But we can stay too long in jobs that don't offer us new opportunities to grow. We stay in relationships that can end up feeling like obligations to our past selves. We hold ourselves back from any kind of expansion. You know, don't go back to school as an adult. Don't start this new hobby. Don't begin a meditation practice. Don't actively market and sell to people if you've never done this before. Usually we're holding ourselves back from that difference because self-doubt is saying, don't do that, it's quite risky and you might hurt yourself. So whatever our self-doubt is sort of bubbling up to protect us from can sound like different things. I don't know what I want. It's too hard. It's too late. That's not me. What will everyone think? That will require so much organisation. I don't know if I can. I can't be bothered. When I feel less this or more that, then I'll start for sure. When it comes to being stuck in sameness, it's usually self-doubt just holding us back from taking any kind of risk. So the feeling of stuckness, wherever you might be, whether it's indifference or in sameness, is really just a kind of choose your poison, right? Which kind of discomfort feels the least crappy? Now, getting stuck in sameness, hesitating at the precipice of difference, that's where we experience the discomfort of stagnation. We feel contained, dulled, sometimes resentful, angry, sad. These are great emotions to pay attention to, by the way. If it never felt that crappy, how would you know what required healing, what required your attention? And then on the other side is the discomfort of difference, where we have no idea what will happen, what will be required of us. We have no idea what or who we will lose along the way or who we will become. There is always discomfort 
But what I have learned is that the discomfort of difference is way better because difference is ripe with expansion, with growth. When you choose to keep going, whatever the outcome, you will know more about yourself. You'll get to see what you're capable of. You learn how to have your own back, to feel what it's like to commit. You get to meet yourself. Now, I think this is where kind of ninja level self-belief gets born. I think this is the best investment we can ever make in our business, in our mental health, in our lives. If we want to grow, we kind of have to get at one with being on the different side of the loop. And the thing is, your discomfort at that is completely understandable. Our brain reacts differently when we experience difference. It might see a bit of a threat. And then our self-doubt goes into high alert because the whole purpose of self-doubt is to protect us from psychological risk. So self-doubt is there to keep us in the safety of sameness. Whereas difference is an opportunity for our growth. And because growth usually means facing our fears and our worries and our doubts and all that great stuff, if you allow yourself to grow, you will change how you think and feel about risk. Your self-doubt will change to have a higher tolerance for risk. Eventually, your sense of risk becomes integrated into sameness. And The psychological risk that self-doubt protects us from is not just one thing. I've come to see this in my own experience, in my research, and in now working with hundreds of people around their self-doubt, is that there are seven big risks, what I call the big seven, and I'm going to be doing an upcoming episode around this. But the big seven risks are rejection, conflict, success, judgment, failure, complexity, and disappointment, right? They're the things that we're very understandably quite wary of and not in a rush to dive into. But can you imagine just how unfreaking stoppable you would feel if you were okay with these risks, if you weren't channeling a ton of energy into avoiding them? Now, the truth is that This doesn't happen in a really tidy, easy, quick fashion. Honestly, I think working with the big seven can feel completely pants. Because to get comfortable with these risks, we kind of have to go into them. We have to know who we are inside them. We need to know what it feels like to risk judgment. We need to know what confusion is like so we can get out of that feeling of complexity and figure stuff out. We need to risk some failure and see that even when it happens, we're okay. And this is the thing that I find so irritating about gurus, wisdom teachers, thought leaders, whatever they're called these days, on the internet, is that they reduce this journey into difference down to an inspirational quote or a five-step process that is pain-free. And that's just not my experience. This is how we grow. Sameness and difference is how we grow. We try and we fail and we grieve that failure and then we integrate it. And we learn and we try again and then we have a win or two and we expand. And in that expansion, 
we come back to ourselves and we feel that sameness of the integrated failure and then we try again. That's the messy process that we're signing up to whenever we sign up to growth. The best part about this is that over time, over experience, with the right tools, with the right support, I think we can uh, fast track the process of knowing what to expect and of feeling the sense of acceptance at what it means to grow. And so we get to move out of this place of putting all our energy into trying to avoid anything bad from happening and into a place of acceptance, into a place of congruence, where we kind of have our own back. We get to trust ourselves, even when things aren't great. We believe in ourselves and in our dreams and our goals, even when there's no evidence that they're here yet. And what I found after years and years of living with this idea of sameness and difference, this infinity loop of adult development, of my own growth and expansion is that it becomes a kind of beautiful rhythm of autonomy and community, of sameness and difference, of safety and growth. It feels like a dance to me. And I think self-doubt is the gateway. Self-doubt is always saying, wake up, this needs your attention. This is where you find out who you are. This is where your true nature is. This is where your healing begins. If you answer that call, if you decide you're going to see just what you are capable of, your self-belief will meet you there. And that's when things start to get really exciting. Really, really exciting. So... If you want to join me on Sovereign State of Mind and see just what you're capable of in your business, go check out sasspetherick.com backslash sovereign. I will be back next week with a new episode. I'm super excited to know what you think of these solo episodes. Please do leave your ratings and reviews on iTunes. Uh, that helps the podcast meet more people. Um, and thanks so much for listening. It's a pleasure to be back in your ears. All right, lovely people, I will see you next time. Bye-bye.